Yo, 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 what's good? What is up, people? You are listening to a brand new episode of Behind the Baller Podcast. This is episode 108. Coming to you live and direct from Los Angeles, California. I am your host, Ben Baller. You can also call me Don Lee. If you don't know who Don Lee is, you need to get your fucking Korean film game up. Because I really am him. You know what I'm saying? But uh, more about that guy later. Uh, speaking of guys, guys, fellas, I mean specifically. You hear me talk about Manscaped, right? And on some real shit, ever since I was in college, living my freshman year, and I started to lay down some pipe, I've always been about hygiene, you know? This morning, I shaved my head clean, and then I used the lawnmower to keep my manhood clean as well. You know what I'm saying? Had the matchy-matchy. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I'm being dead-ass serious. I like to keep the manhood clean and groomed. I've always been about that, man. You know, I said this a long time ago on social media. I washed my hands motherfucking like 34 times a day before COVID ever existed. But anyways, for real, legit. Trust me, when I say Manscaped is truly the perfect package, it is. Okay? With the podcast, with this podcast especially, I'm all about working with brands that not only show love to me and my team, Miles and Jordan, but I always make sure that they show love to my listeners. Okay? I always want you guys taken care of. So y'all, do yourself a favor, cop the lawnmower. Or better yet, treat yourself. Don't cheat yourself, but treat yourself to the perfect package combo. Comes with the anti-chafing deodorant and toner. Check this out. You have to use the code BALLER, B-A-L-L-E-R, to get 20% off and you get free shipping. You know what I'm saying? Showing some love. As always, I'm extending this offer to all my listeners up north in Canada, across the pond in the UK, and even in Australia as well. I got you, okay? In addition to the 20% off and free shipping, we're throwing in a travel tote and a pair of boxers exclusively with the code BALLER. I'm telling you, I'm not playing with you. I'm dead ass serious. I really, look, if you guys have ever shaved your motherfucking ball hair and everything, cut yourself and everything, this is some whole another level shit. They got a flashlight on this thing. I actually use it. I'm being dead ass serious. Go to Manscaped and get you the lawnmower, get the combo, get all that stuff. Your balls will thank you. And look, y'all, don't lie to me. All right, don't lie to yourself. <laughs> some of you guys right now listening to this episode in this hot ass weather, your balls probably smell like fucking salt and vinegar chips. All right, no, I'm playing, y'all. <laughs> but for real, fuck with Manscaped, man. It was just funny, man. What's going on, y'all? That's a different way to start the episode, right? And uh, I want to even go even more unorthodox. I'm going to go totally opposite of what Ben Baller, how we usually do behind the baller. You know what I'm saying? Um, so the elections are heating up. I don't really know shit about the POC and all this other shit in the house and all that stuff. I mean, I, I kind of knew about it in high school. and about, but Not that I didn't give a fuck. I, I care enough to know, look, man, people are like, oh, why, blah, blah. Look, in short, go out and vote. You know what I mean? Like in long, there's a whole lot of shit that you need to understand as far as fuck the left, right. I'm just talking about when it comes to laws and um, propositions, all that shit and everything. Just like, um, anyways, I want to talk about something else. I want to talk about misinformation being spread with people who have massive platforms. And these are people who mean to do this shit. You know, they don't mean harm. They're trying to, you know, spread, you know, good information, but they don't know. And they're just like, you know, people get caught up. They don't want to fact check. They don't want to go out and do any research. And, you know, if you notice in the last like week or so, people keep posting like one of my friends, she's got like 10 million followers and she posted a bunch of USPS trucks, like tow trucks carrying like 15, 20 uh, standalone mailboxes, like two or three different trucks and stuff saying, oh man, the, you know, the Trump is having the mailboxes taken away and this and that, whatever. And it's like, yo, the fact is those pictures are from 2016. 
And what, what pisses me off is this fucks up our country even more. You know, and it gives the idiot Trump supporters more ammo when they don't have a lot of ammo. You know, like they're chasing smoke. It's just stupid. And then they shouldn't have any ammo. You know, it's just, especially when it comes to him. And I know this firsthand because about three years ago, I was looking for a mailbox. I was driving down the street of my house. I was like, I know there's going to be a mailbox. I always see mailboxes all the time. You know, I lived in a condo. I lived in a hotel. So, you know, you just go to the front desk, boom. And in your house, yes, you know, um, you have the mailbox, like the fucking put the thing up. Ain't nobody got time for that shit. And I don't even know how to use this shit. Never have in my entire life. Okay. You know, you go to my gate and be like, okay, we, it's like, nah, fuck that. So I'm looking for a mailbox. I got the shit. I'm looking like an asshole. I'm driving for like 15 minutes and there ain't no mailboxes. They used to have one in every single corner in every neighborhood on every fucking block everywhere. I don't know what the fuck happened. I don't know why they're gone, but they're gone. And even recently I decided, I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I had to mail out something for uh, my insurance, for my car insurance or some shit. Just like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. And uh, I started to drive around again, just looking. I looked on the main streets. And I was like, all right, let me go to main streets. Let me go to some like, I mean, bigger streets. And then let me go to a major street. And there wasn't shit. I had to physically go to the fucking post office. They had like a line of the mailboxes in front of the post office. And um, thank God I had stamps. Like who the fuck has stamps, right? But I did. And I mailed the shit off. It's annoying as fuck. Anyways, look, man. Again, I'm not big on politics. Okay, but I know all my listeners are behind the baller. I know all you guys aren't in New York and Cali. I think a lot of you guys are in Cali, right? But not everyone is. So please go out and vote. Because Trump ain't going to win New York and and California. I ain't worried about that. You know what I mean? We need to get fucking Texas, Florida, Arizona. um, And what are the other fucking big swing states and shit like that? You know, figure out which way is best for you to get out and get it popping. You know, whether if it's going to be male, get that shit done early. You know, at the end of the day, and I mean shit, today, and this relates to just everything that's going on, and I just went right into this, and this is the only shit I'm going to talk about when it comes to COVID, okay? And I'm sorry, look, man, I just want to just jump right into it. Today, we have about 100 deaths in seven major countries, all right, and those seven major countries like Germany, Japan, and fucking France, these places had it bad. All right, and today in the USA, we have over 1,300 deaths. All right, the populations of the countries mentioned above 440 million. All right, and they're, they're at just under 100 deaths. We got a population of 328 million, and we're still at 1,300 deaths. Like, this shit is like, man, I'm telling you, it wasn't handled properly. Look, kids already starting school. My nieces, my little fucking baby girl nieces, man, they just turned 18 yesterday. They leave for college tomorrow. You know, I only try to say what I got to say one time when it comes to like close people. I don't, I don't want to be the dude. Who, you know, I don't want to be, I told you so. You got to be a certain person for me to be the I told you so person. And, uh, but these are my nieces and they're good girls and they're, they're smart. And, um, you know, I've said what I had to say about traveling and during things, but I mean, shit, they got it. You know, they got to start their lives, man, and shit. Uh, they don't have the allergies and, and issues that, you know, London has or whatever. And I'm like, hey, as long as you practice safe measures, you know, I think it'd be okay. It's really when you leave, when you let your guard down, just even one fucking time, leave your guard down one time, that's when the Rona creeps up on you. Right? That's when it gets inside you. And it's like, yeah, motherfucker, I'm here. And they say now, if you get coronavirus, if you get COVID-19, you're only immune for around three to four months. I don't know what the fuck that means. They're just saying, oh, you necessarily can't catch it again, blah, blah. Then what the fuck does that mean? Why the fuck are you only immune for three or four months? You know, it's like, again, there's schools out there that are getting fucked up. There's infections all over the place. But again, because the CDC is not, you know, controlling that shit and the numbers aren't being recorded because of what Trump had done and everything. And it's just like, look, man, you do all you do is lie. You talk about you had the best economy. Like that this shit don't matter. Motherfucker, we're almost at fucking, you know what I mean? We're we're at six figure debts. All right. They're talking about New York City and San Francisco. It might take eight to ten years. And they might not ever come back. 
Think about all those big ass buildings, all those skyscrapers. I ain't talking about the luxury apartment condos in New York or, you know, certain parts. I'm talking about the big, tall buildings, the Chase Bank and fucking whatever it may be, any fucking major building, you know, in Times Square, all that shit, these big buildings. These buildings occupy thousands of employees. And right now, they're still, most of those employees are working remotely. So offices don't have, you have an office with like a thousand people, man, ain't nobody fucking working right now. So it's like, how the fuck are you going to, you know, like, it's just, this this shit is crazy. Again, I've told you guys, this ain't the time to be thinking like, oh man, you know, I can't wait for 2021. No, 2021 is going to be way worse than 2020 as far as the economy. So, you know, say what you want to, but, you know, school is the last fucking place that should be open for, you know, just, and I don't know, man, this is, you know, it's, it's a weird situation. So pretty much we really need this vaccine. It's fucked up. You know, we do though. Um, I just, I'm not fucking with anything that comes from Bill Gates, punk ass. You know, I don't fuck with Bill Gates and I don't fuck with um, population control and whatever. And it's just, it's just weird, man. It's just, <sighs> um, the University of North Carolina decided to do an experiment and have semi-full classes in. And, um, you know, in one week they had 150 cases 150 infection, kids infected, students, maybe teachers to whenever they had to quarantine them. And I'm like, man, stop playing around with this shit. Stop fucking around Rona, man. It's it's like there's no there's no beating it. You know, it's there's no dynasty, no curves go down. And you kind of had a slight little this like this shit is fucking us up. You know? But again, we could have done like Wuhan. And you know, I already have my strong feelings about Wuhan. Hey man, you know what though? They locked it down. They were severe, whatever, boom. Yes, it was fucking drastic as fucking hell. Totally un-American. I get it. But guess what? That shit is gone now for, for the most part. There might be a single thing here and there, blah, blah, whatever. But these motherfuckers are having music festivals now. Do you see that shit I tweeted? They're having straight up pool parties with thousands of people, DJs, like real blown out music festivals, no masks, motherfuckers with their shirts off, hot out there, not social distancing. They're out there living. And again, you guys want your your freedom and you're like, nah, fuck that. I don't want to wear a mask. We'll do this. Look, man, you guys don't even get it. Like we could have been did this for two months you know, or was it 70 days, whatever it was, but again, no, you guys need all your shit, you want to be able to go out, blah, blah, and look how fucked up everything is right now, I mean, don't get me wrong, you know, I'm, I went to the market, you know, and I wore a mask, and you, you know, you just try to stay the fuck away from people, and you'll be cool, but when you start going to, like, parties, and start hanging out with family, and start inviting somebody, oh, no, they've been doing, you don't know that, you don't know who the fuck your friends of a friend, you don't fucking know that, you don't, straight up, you know, you got your husband, and his sister is married to somebody else and their whole family is like, oh no, we're all in quarantine. We don't fucking know that. You don't know how serious they are wearing a mask. I don't ever step out the motherfucking car or anywhere without a mask. I just had this how it's always been, you know, especially because I fucking thought I had this shit and I still think maybe I did, I don't know. And that was from taking it down for fucking oral surgery. But again, we could have shut down for real, like really fucking shut down. I'm talking about that real, when I was talking about that, the fucking, uh, when I was telling you people that we we're going to have the fucking, um, the fuck's it called? Martial law. I was about to say fucking law and order. Martial law and um, be like, all right, be emergencies only. Yo, man, that shit actually helped. You know, it's so crazy, man, because I had that dude, Jordan Shaktel, and all he does is talk about how masks don't work, locking down don't work, da-da-da, Switzerland or Sweden. Did. Man, motherfucker, shut the fuck up, Jordan, man. You know what, bro? I told you, I got my fucking cousin is in fucking Switzerland, and my other cousin is in Sweden, and that shit is still, they're still, it, man, they did lock down, bro, it's not like because you didn't fucking see it, you, you have somebody over there, I'm telling you, somebody who lives there, you know, it's just different, way smaller, different, but all I'm saying is, you see where it was fucking ground zero, motherfuckers were locked down, okay, and people didn't want to get locked down, they're like, oh, this and this, and you know what, they should have, they should have fucking just did it, but Trump was worried about this, guess what, man, you, it, our economy is crushed, it's fucked up. And this half-ass shutting down here and there, you got motherfuckers like, all right, well, check it out. We're going to shut down New York. We're going to do this. We're going to stay at home in fucking LA. And people are like, oh, I'm going to go to Miami. So the LA people go fucking fly to Miami or they drive there, whatever. It's just fucking stupid. Don't let motherfuckers leave. Don't let anybody. It's too fucking late. Now, if there's a second wave and that shit happens in November when the fucking flu is up, someone needs to lock the fucking place down. 
You know, it may suck. It's oh, how much worse can it fucking get? It could get worse. That's where it could get. All right. Again, this shit didn't solve shit. It didn't help. Like for real. All right. We have not seen a motherfucking curve like people in New York like, oh, well, it's cool. No, man, really, it's not. You still got dumb motherfuckers going here and there. And it's just like there's no fucking herd immunity right now. This is bullshit. Anyways, um, the NFL is talking about having games limited to um, stadiums are having limited 22% occupancy rate or some shit like that. Um, I don't even know if that was a fucking miles. And Jordan sent me this article and I'm good. I'm not tripping. I'll be watching from the crib. But please believe that 22% is going to be sold the fuck out. There's motherfuckers. That shit's going to be like some supreme fucking uh, accessories. That shit's going to be gone fast. First game at Arrowhead Stadium. They're already working it out right now. 22%. I can't imagine the fucking ticket's going to be going. They're going to be doing some crazy shit. They're going to be checking the fucking uh, checking the fucking fevers and the temperatures and all that shit and everything. And figure, I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, fuck. You know, again, I have a different situation than everyone else does. You know, I got my son. So um, baseball is moving along, I think. You know, uh, I've been watching, obviously, the Dodgers only uh, teams. There's some teams out there that got the Rona. The whole fucking team got the Rona and shit, and they, they got fucking suspended, you know, eight games, blah, blah, they're coming back. Somehow this shit is still working, though. I don't know. Dodgers are doing their thug fizzle. Yo, man, Mookie Betts is a fucking animal. He's been killing it. Motherfuckers in Seattle right now. Um, actually, you know what? No, they were in Seattle. Yeah, I just talked to Jock too, man. It's crazy. Um, you know what? I was gonna say this. Uh, I don't know a lot about the sophisticated rules of baseball, right? I definitely don't know the unwritten player rules because I never played baseball past eighth grade. You know, I played. You know, I ran track. I played football and I played basketball. I wrestled a little bit, and even wrestling, like I know more about wrestling than I do fucking when it comes to certain things about baseball but let me say this i'm watching this fucking uh this i'm watching sports center and the, and the padres play the fucking rangers right and uh they got this unwritten rule in baseball that once a team is up if you're up by like a certain amount of home runs like if a pitcher throws three balls i, I, I kind of know this part right the batter is not supposed to swing Especially if you're up, right? But you know what, man? Like, look, dude, what are you going to do? Like, that's because you're like, oh, you're being classy. Like, man, get the fuck out of here with the fucking dude laying his jacket so a fucking girl could walk over a puddle. Like, bro, man, you know what? Motherfuckers is out for themselves, whatever. And I'm saying that it's not classy and it's whatever. It's fucked up to run. But at the end of the day, man, look, what are you supposed to do? Just like catch up? Like, that's stupid as fuck. Do you know? If you getting washed, man, get washed and accept that wash. It's just bullshit, okay? Batter's not supposed to swing after three balls, whatever. So Fernando Tatis Jr., you know, um, he's leading the major leagues in home runs. He was tied with Mike Trout, but I think he's got he's up by like one or two. And he got caught up in that exact predicament. And, um, you know, the, the Padres were up six or seven runs against the Rangers. And he didn't look over to go see his coach. And I guess, you know, the third base coach, whatever the fuck it was, didn't tell him to like, hey, man, back off the hip and whatever. He wasn't even paying attention. And I don't think dude meant it to be like, you know, fucked up. He saw a pitch. Fourth pitch came in. Three balls. Fourth pitch came in. It wasn't even a meatball. That shit was kind of like a little bit on the edge. It was, no, it was on the edge. And he hit that bitch out. That bitch went out. Boom. Shot. Home run. And after that, the Texas pitcher got replaced. Uh, he walks back. He's been celebrating. It's like his second or third home run in the game. He's celebrating, you know, hand slaps and everything. And he looks at his fucking um, one of the managers. The managers ain't, ain't like, he ain't having it. He's unhappy. And I'm like, man, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit, man. And um, Texas pitcher gets replaced. And then the next pitcher comes up. And the next batter for the Padres is up. And then they said, this is what hap has to happen. So the Texas pitcher, he, the new pitcher, he comes up. And he throws the ball and hits the motherfucking new batter on the Padres. And they're saying that's what happens. It's fair. The managers actually even call that play. And I'm like, y'all are some fucking, like, that's some backward ass 1919 fucking bullshit. This is what kind of rules. That's an unwritten rule. Like in 2020, I don't give a fuck if it's America's pastime, man. That's soft. That's some bullshit. All right. They made Tati, they made fucking Fernando Tati Jr. apologize for doing that shit. Man, fuck that shit. That pitch wasn't all that great. 
He wasn't like he was like, he, man, that just soft. I, I hate that soft shit. And you know what else is soft? Danny Green. He ain't no fucking Ranger, man. That's a stupid ass fucking nickname anyway, man. He ain't shit. How about that? He played like pure shit. Straight Basura. All right? I was fucking totally disgusted in my Lakers yesterday, man. It was fucking terrible. Okay? I said this before the game began. All right? Tweeted it. said, Lakers got to come out here like real savages. They got to go and take a homeless man's lunch and eat that shit in front of him. Kick a motherfucker when he's down. And then be like, yo, man, why'd you kick the guy when he's down? There ain't no better time to kick a man on that type shit. All right? Go out there and grab motherfuckers' throats and chin check fools. No. They go out there soft as motherfucking soup. Okay? And fuck, man. You know, the refs, they ain't been shit the whole playoffs. I mean, it was only in a few days, but, yo, the refs ain't been shit. I know that the referees were definitely calling a lot of plays on our favor, but I don't give a fuck. Okay? I don't care if they're calling it for us. All right? They're fucking up momentum. That game sucked. All right? Fuck LeBron's triple-double. I don't give a shit about that. But to be honest, he was the only one that was actually scoring and getting his groove on. But you know what? This motherfucker's missing free throws. Between him and AD's free throws, they're like motherfucking 19 points, man, right there. Like, it was just some bullshit. And it's just like, I'm like, what the fuck is KCP doing in the motherfucking game? Like, the Blazers, they're okay. But we played like a 28 seed team. Like They're like, all right, you got that motherfucking uh, European dude who looks like Michael Rapport? Like that motherfucker's out here doing dunks and hanging on the reel. Like, come on, man. Hanging on the rim and doing like trying to throw some English and shit and trying to like slide around and do some funky shit. Like what the fuck? Why was Waiters out the whole entire game? Why was JR not playing? Like what the fuck, Vogel? What's good? Like Dame, get the fuck out of here with Dame. Look, bro, I think Dame is dope. Get the fuck out of here, bro. No. All right, he played okay. To be honest, Caruso actually deemed him up pretty good. Like, Caruso shut him down for, you know, for the most part. He didn't, he had a couple big shots. Great, man. He's always oh, practiced his fucking shooting from the fucking logo. I don't, man, stop that shit, man. This is some bullshit for real. Tonight, look, after tonight, I will tell you 100% if we got a chance. I will tell you straight up, like, yo, man, look, now I'm going to know. But, we, but, this can't be no seven point, six point game. It can't be like, oh, it was kind of close here. There was, bro, we have to go out there and wash these motherfuckers. We got to go out here like some straight up tide and wash motherfuckers. No downy, no Clorox, straight old school. All right. We just, we play like an amateur team. Game one, it was fucking sad. All right. The Clippers don't look all that great either. You know what, man? I'm just like, man. These one and two seeds, all these favorites don't look good. Milwaukee was like, whatever. They don't look like hot shit no more. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Houston's looking good. Even though I know Utah and Denver are one and one, they look good. I don't don't like the way we look. You know, I don't know, man. We need to get our asses in order. Um, In uh, random news, it's fucking random, but this is some Forrest Gump shit because I'm always around something. Uh, Masai. Was it your jury? Whatever his last name is. He's president GM of the Toronto Raptors. His legal team released the police officer body cam footage from the incident that happened at the 2019 championship game where the Toronto Raptors beat the Warriors at Oracle Arena. Okay. I was there with my boy Dylan. It's my fam right there. My boy Dylan. That's my motherfucking dog. Um, if you look at the body cam footage, and they show like another angle. Every single video that you see this on is on every fucking sports, sp- bleacher, fucking sports center, fucking all over the place. I, you can see my big ass shiny egghead in the footage. And every in one of the videos, you see my ass like sitting there, like he walks right by me. I'm not really paying attention. And then boom, you see me like, oh shit. I started videotaping the whole fucking thing. All right, I was five feet from the whole entire altercation. There was... Two more fights after that. I seen a two, couple Asian guys jump this black dude, but the black dude came back. This one Asian dude, he looked like my homeboy, Lynn. I could tell this motherfucker was, he was probably Filipino, Vietnamese. This motherfucker was tripping. I don't know what the fuck he was on, but he was tripping. He he had to be from San Jose. This motherfucker was flashing. He was on some whole other shit. I posted the videos on my Twitter. I posted shit on my IG stories. And then the Toronto Sun messages me. In fact, every single major news channel 
every single fucking newspaper in the earth like literally and in the major ones every single one in every 50 states and then definitely in obviously toronto in fucking uh europe and shit hit me up to use the footage i didn't say shit and then um i wanted to set the record straight because i wanted to defend Masai. you know what i'm saying um so obviously you know show love to drake whatever and show love to the homies and and uh a fucking subpoena came because i knew i had the shit and they're like yo we need to fucking testify in the fucking alameda county system blah blah and i'd answer some questions whatever and i told him the truth I was like, that punk-ass pig was out of order, straight up. So, you know, look, this is what happened, man. Let me break this down. I'm chilling, having a good time, whatever, the game. I mean, it didn't have anything to do with me. I was in San Francisco regardless. I had to do some work out there with my boy Dylan. We was going to hit the fucking uh, gold club after, you know what I'm saying? Then the next morning we hit Rotunda, you know what I'm saying? We did the whole everything. Just chilled, smoked some trees, had a nice view, staying and posted up, eating good, shopping and shit. You know, life was real good. This was, what, June 2019. And game is over. Toronto won. Motherfuckers are salty. And Messiah walks right by me. I mean, he's damn near inches from my phone. I'm on the phone texting. Probably, you know, well, actually, I was probably on Instagram. Who fucking knows? And then I hear some commotion. And what happened was, I guess, Messiah didn't show his credentials. And uh, this cop... I see him walk in like around three minutes before the game is about to be over. And he's like, you know, they're trying to make sure people don't run on the court and all that shit. And he's like in full artillery gear. Like this motherfucker is ready for World War Six. All right. He has like two guns. He has like four flashlights. He has a bulletproof vest. He's in full tactical armor and the whole night. And he just looks angry. He just looks like he looks like he's a racist. He just looks I don't know, so bad, but he just did man, straight up. And, you know, you see the footage, man, besides, like, hey, man, you know, trying to come up here, boom, and the dude pushed him and goes, hold on, man, he's the fucking, this guy's the president of the fucking team that just won. What the fuck is you talking about? He needs to get on the court, and dude's like, now fuck that, and he pushed him, and he pushed him hard, and then Masai said, fuck this, and pushed his ass back. Now, when he pushed him back, that's not on the footage, he pushed that motherfucker back, now Masai's like, you know, slim, real slim dude, but he's tall, pushed that dude, that motherfucker fell down on his back, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. The whole fucking area was like, oh, shit. Like, people were like, ooh, ooh. Like, to see a black man push a white cop on the floor was some shit to see. It was fucking crazy. So all this shit was about to go crazy. And then this dude, this dude came out of nowhere. He's like literally sitting right in front of me. He was, um, where were we? I was row A. So there's row one and two in front of me, right? So I'm like literally the first row before you go into the walkway. And then the floor seats. We're like the floor, but like the bullshit floor seats. But these are still, Dylan, what the fuck? What were they? I think they were like almost 10 bands each seat. Oh, so they weren't cheap seats or nothing. But like this dude comes out, defends Masai. Then Kyle Lowry literally walks over. He's like, hey, man, what are you doing, bro? What the fuck are you going? We some celebrating shit. And this one, this, that's the game where I seen punk-ass Jeremy Lin. And he made eye contact. He's like, hey, what's up? And I was like, hey, what's up, dog? I was like, congrats, homie. And he just like waved me off like on some shit. Look, bro, cool, man. You're on some other shit, dude. Look, homie, you know who the fuck I am. Stop playing, bro. You're trying to get your mom and everyone else, whatever. I was like, bro, why is your mom even there? Fam, you didn't even play. The fuck is going on here? Anyways, going back to the whole shit, you know, that shit was just some whole other. I, I can't even explain the satisfaction seeing that pig get pushed down after he pushed him twice he, he deserved it 100 percent. and then he tried to sue and say that you know he couldn't walk his body was back was broke i forgot what kind of shit they're trying to say in court some other bullshit anyways now they show the shit that motherfucker started all that shit was stupid and whatever didn't fucking know whatever bottom line is man fuck that dude's a bitch look man i need to take a break <laughs> Um, man, that just it got me hot. Yo, Miles, man, cueing some Lakey Lake, man, and we right back. The stress of daily life weighs on us all. Whether you're an elite athlete like the NBA players you see on the sidelines of the playoffs, or just a regular person trying to get through the day. Muscle pain and muscle tension is a real thing. That's why Theragun is a must own. Theragun is the handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combination of depth, speed, 
and power. And now, as quiet as an electric toothbrush with all new Gen 4. Try Theragun risk-free for 30 days. There is no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4 with an OLED screen, personalized Theragun app, and power you need. Starting at only $199, go to theragun.com slash baller right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's theragun.com slash baller. theragun.com slash baller. Yo, 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 what up? We're back. Yo, man, I don't know where the fuck you guys are, but in LA, it's been hotter than motherfucking Beijing hot pot this last week. Like, shit, it hit 115 degrees legit by my sister's house. And I don't mean that like bank thermometer where you see the monitor that says something or the car thermometer where it goes up, you know, like anywhere from up to 10 degrees over. I'm talking about actual real heat. Shit, my car said like 128. And and you know what I've been doing is when I got to make a quick run or something, I leave the motherfucker running. I leave that bitch running, AC on, everything. Fuck all that. All right. We've been having rolling blackouts and shit and it's been fucking up the internet, fucking up the fucking electricity and shit and all this other stuff and Man, I'm, listen, Spectrum is the fucking worst. I don't. I'm so fucking mad. I can't even like. I'm. I'm so mad, man. Like, it's almost like they, they got me in a chokehold. Like, I can't do anything about it. Too, it's just crazy, just for the air. Because AT and T really ain't any better, and they're fucking up. So, if you guys have an idea in the LA County, who's got something that is not gonna be down? Because this bottleneck shit is bullshit and the node shit is all bullshit. What I'm going to do is I'm going to have to get a small Verizon hotspot card. One of them little Wi-Fi egg type thing cards. And I'm just going to use it to back up just so that my kids can go do their Zoom classes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we got two kids, three kids. Fuck, man. I'm going to have to figure it out and just put it because like I got a big house and their rooms are separated. I'm going to have to figure it out to where I might have to get two Zoom cards and like maybe Ryder and... um. Ryder and London share one Zoom card and then Kaya shares the other. But yo, they're doing Zoom classes for four and a half hours each day. And they start school in just a little bit over a week from now. You know, it's like, what, nine, ten days from now? So I'm about to fucking, you know, take a few days off. I'm going to take at least four days off and leave town next week and uh, celebrate London's birthday you know, he's turning eight. Fucking London is, what, 56 inches tall. Motherfuckers, height of a 10-year-old. It's crazy. London's growing so fucking fast. It's so crazy, man. I'm going to get into that, obviously, um, uh, the weekend wrap-up because it's his birthday. Don't forget, guys, yo, um, submit your questions now because I'm only doing the, the fan questions once a month. And uh, we're going to do fan questions on this weekend wrap-up coming up. And, uh, oh, yeah, so I'm going to be podcasting uh, remote from a beach house somewhere. I don't know what city yet. Why well, I know what city, I'm just not gonna tell you guys. Because I'm going fucking crazy for real. But yeah, I'm, I'm gonna leave town, it's my wife's idea. But these Airbnbs, it's actually the first time I actually pay for an Airbnb. Some bull bullshit. It's like, oh, it's $800 a night or $900 a night. And then you pay literally fucking $400 in fees. Cleaning per night, this, that, and a third, whatever, boom. So it ends up being like, you know, you stay for fucking three or four nights. And ends up being 5Gs or 6Gs. I forgot what the fuck it is. But basically, you could end up paying like easily in three or four days in a big ass house, like six bedrooms or something. You'll fuck around and pay fuck, like two grand in fucking fees and cleaning and shit and everything. And like, I know they only give you like one toilet paper fucking roll in each room or something. I don't know. I'm just, I'm, we're going to be overly prepared. I already know. And Nick's mom, you know, Nick's mom and the, Nick's dad listens to this show every week. But Nick's mom, she will bring fucking everything except the kitchen. I'm surprised she doesn't bring picture frames. Like she just brings everything. We're all a very overly prepared family. And uh, it's crazy. It's going to be nuts. I don't know what the fuck. I can't wait for this new Escalade to come in. Like, for real, I can't wait for this new Escalade to come in because I have, like, the first one coming into the country and that shit's a spaceship. It's going to really seat seven for real now. Bye to the minivan. My boy Jeff from Riff. What up, Pada? You can keep that motherfucker at that point. Like, I'm just, I can't wait for this car to come in. Speaking of cars, yo, the Senna 
is a dream. It is literally a fucking dream. It's just unbelievable. I remember I, I said this a couple times where even on an interview with Timothy and I said this with Solomon Drin and I was like, yo, you know what? I don't even like, you know, like go into the garage anymore and like peek at the car, like, oh, damn, it's there. Like I'm looking like several times a day, like, oh, let me check up on my car, boom. And it's like, I got rid of a lot of cars right for it. And um, it's just a fucking special thing. I talked to McLaren North America Service, want to make sure I'm all good with everything. I'm going to have, I'm almost positive Gintani's going to do downpipes. I'm going to do some cat deletes. And um, I don't think I'm going to do a rear section. I'm not sure. But I am going to do a full tune. And this thing should have right around 900 horsepower. And it's going to be significantly faster than it already is. But it's going to be louder. And I just need, that was the only thing I needed. Don't need to do suspension. I'm not changing the wheels. You can't fuck up the warranty. And uh, I'm just, the, the Senate is just a dream, man. I cannot believe how many people have reached out. It's so funny. And then you got the haters like, oh man, you know what? I heard Senna's going for like 700 grand. Like, okay. There ain't even a 25,000. Well, I mean, if there was a 25,000 mile Senna, it wouldn't even go for 700 grand. Like, bro, you can get a Senna for 900 grand and the dealer's going to buy it for 900 grand all day long. Like, it's just not like, stop it, man. But it's just funny. And I don't mean that like, I'm just saying like, people don't realize like, dog, if you want a Senna with low miles, just know to get it in your color and get something like a cool spec. I mean, bro, you're going to drop a million dollars, period. It's just what's going to happen. You have to drop a million, man. It's just, it is what it is. It ain't no flex or nothing. It's just, that's what it is, man. Um, so anyways, to the hobby. Um, tomorrow, between 9.30 and 10.30 a.m. Pacific time, I will be releasing a few friends and family Beckett BGS authenticated autograph cards. I'm going to have a couple friends and family. Um, I might have like one Frank Thomas. It's going to be like one... Um, this is going to be a couple random joints, you know what I'm saying? But tomorrow is an actual release. It's been a long time. I've been getting emails and people have been bugging me about it. Look, I will be releasing my one of 10 Cal Ripken cards tomorrow. BGS, Beckett Authenticated, Gold, Ben Baller autograph cards with certificates, right? And the witness stickers for $1,600 each. Yes, I lowered the price a little bit. So the collectors can have a little more, you know, eating room. They can eat a little more. Cal Ripken card came out fire. It's probably the best looking card at all of them next to maybe the Ichiro. It is really an amazing card. Sorry for all those who bought the Trouts early on and bought the other cards that didn't have the authenticating and the um, certificates. Uh, you know what? Those are the ones who made a lot of money anyway, so I'm not trying to hear it. But yes, the Beckett certificates do help. I'll make it up to you guys later for sure. I don't know if it'll be when, on, when I sign and autograph a certain amount of Topps Chrome boxes, but um, I will also be releasing my one of 50 silver BBDTC Cal Ripken autograph cards. Uh, those will be $400 each. And um, you know what? I'm still signing the least amount of cards for the most fair prices out of all 20 artists in Project 2020. That's no shade throwing to artists in 2020, uh, Project 2020. But um, just letting you know, tomorrow, don't forget, tomorrow is uh, autograph release day. Um, I'm actually, right now, as soon as I finish this, I am headed to the OC, to Beckett headquarters to get all these cards authenticated. Uh, next week, I'll be dropping rare, super rare, one-of-one -one series cards from previous drops that I didn't have one-of-one -on, -one on. And uh, yeah, there's going to be uh, one on one Frank Thomas, one on one Ricky, one on one Ichiro, and Ichiro's gonna be crazy. I might even say that for later, but uh, one on one Blake collab, this and that, whatever. Obviously, authenticated with certificates, and at the same time, I'm going to be dropping the very rare dual autographed Blake Jameson, Mike Trout, Ben Ball did the bling card. Um, I'm gonna have five for sale of the Blake Jameson, Mike Trout card, okay. It's going to be a dual autograph, all right? There will be five for sale on my site, and there's going to be five for sale on Blake's site. That means it's just going to go fast, all right? The first legit dual autograph on the first and only Topps Project 2020 collaboration card. I don't know the price yet, but I talked to Blake, and I was like, hey, bro, we got to make it fair. We got to make it reasonable. I know it's cool. You know, let's make this cool. He's... No offense, man. You know, Blake's, some of his prices are high and he's, he, he ate, 
cool. I'm just saying I want this to be cool. I want it to be, you know, a, a good price. So uh, we went a few weeks without any cards and everything, you know, actually more than a few weeks. And I'm just excited that the cows are coming in. The Jeters are shipping after that. After the Jeter, like I said, man, they're going to start catching up. And it's going to be fucking on and popping. People will be happy. Project is back and everything, right? I mean, I'm doing good, but, you know, I want everyone else to eat good. Uh, right now, currently, my Tony Gwynn card is available. Uh, it's available only for like another 20 hours or 21 hours. If you're listening to this podcast in real time, um, it's like 1240 right now. Or uh, if you're listening to somewhere around there. But um, I fucking love this Tony Gwynn card. Like for real. It was just, it was just so nice to not do diamonds. Just keep it real clean. Like, like the Ichiro. So yo, go out and get it. Because uh, the card's dope. And uh, my Topps Chrome set should be dropping at the end of this month. If not, for whatever reason, worst case scenario, it'll be early September. And I was told this is a only available on, this will only be available on tops.com. All right. So it is going to be, it's going to be a nightmare because people know they're going to make fucking thousands of dollars on, on the fucking Topps, uh, my Topps Chrome set. And you know, it's, it's I don't know what to say to you, but I have some good news. Something special to tell you guys, right? Little secret. There is a limited edition Tops Project 2020 secret project coming soon, okay? And it's going to be limited. They're going to be numbered. It's going to be limited. And um, it's not going to be a 48-hour run and, you know, have a print run high boom. It'll be limited. It's going to sell out. It'll be dope. It'll give people a chance back to make some bread. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be something exciting and uh, you know what? Let's get into some entertainment because I'm exp- I'm really excited to talk about this right now, man. I finally saw a fire ass movie. This shit was fucking lit all the way. Forest fire. This shit was crazy. It was a Korean film. Don't worry about it. You can watch this shit in subtitles. And this movie came out in Korea maybe three years ago. Then it came out here probably you know shortly after that. But the movie is called The Outlaws. You can watch it on Amazon Prime. My favorite streaming choice when it comes to anything. I don't, you know, Netflix is cool, whatever, iTunes. I don't even own shit on iTunes. I am strictly Amazon Prime when it comes to streaming movies. But this movie, The Outlaws, is about um, these three immigrant Chinese gangsters who come into the seedy parts of Seoul and they go and take other gangsters' territory and they're just on some whole other next level. They, like, they're the most savage, crazy motherfuckers I've ever seen in a Korean movie ever. These gangsters are totally relentless. They're ruthless. Like, this movie stars the Korean, the real Korean Liam Neeson. All right, his name is Don Lee. This motherfucker is for real. I couldn't think of anybody else. Like, he's not Bruce Willis. He's not like... It's not Denzel. It's just like this dude is a fucking fat, older, maybe in his early or mid 50s. And like all he does, Don Lee, all Don Lee does in every movie he's in is kick ass. That's all he does is fuck shit up in every movie he's in. All right. But this time in this movie, The Outlaws, he's playing a cop. And um, I'm telling you guys, you don't know Savage. Until you watch Korean gangster movies. There's no that Scarface when they're putting the chainsaw on the dude's head. That ain't shit. That's that's chicken shit. Okay. Motherfuckers again, they wigs push all the way back. Okay. Fools are getting their hands and body parts chopped off with axes. Okay. Korean people do not, they are fucking crazy. That's why there's something wrong with my brain, everything, right? Koreans have, remember. Koreans have no access to guns in Korea. There's no act. There's no guns there, right? So they're always using sushi knives and axes and bats. It's way more like just personal and just way more gory. This shit is, man, crazy, okay? Fuck. I tried to watch it maybe four times in the last few years, maybe five or six. I just was like, oh, I get distracted. I put it back on my watch list. Like, I'm going to watch it, boom. And listen, man, I am so fucking happy I watched this movie now. Man, that shit kept me up. Like, I was so fired up, and I've been telling you guys about Korean films, okay? You guys think that Parasite was great? Like, it was cool. It was, it was a good movie, okay? But there's, like, a bunch of movies that are cool. Like, look at 
Parasite wouldn't even be in my top 10 Korean movies. Okay, so don't sleep on Korean films. Amazon Prime got a bunch of them. Make sure you start with Chingu, then watch Chingu 2, watch Sunflower, watch Old Boy. There's even like little high school movies that are kind of lit. Do you know what I'm saying? There's just a lot of shit. This movie, The Outlaws, is fu- I'm telling you, man. This shit is fucking crazy. It made me miss Korea. And right now, I'm really missing Tokyo. But it made me miss Korea. Um, So, just random. I went to the market yesterday to get Ryder some Pringles. And right now, Ryder, Kai, and London are just... For the longest time, they love Cheetos. And then before that, it was Ruffles, uh, cheddar, and sour cream or some shit. Or I don't know what the fuck the flavor is. But right now, they're on a Pringles like binge. They just love Pringles. And uh, I went there to go, went to the market, go do that. It was hot as fuck. I'm just wearing, you know, shorts, T-shirt, and some Crocs. And I had to go get that crack cocaine, simply watermelon juice. Man, that shit is excellent. Man, man. God damn. I ain't gonna lie to you. I've seen it before and I was like, ah, this is gonna be good. And then Cuddy had it at his house. I tried that shit. I was like, man, bro. That motherfucker poured himself two glasses of that shit in front of me. Anyways, I forget my wallet, right? So I get like a case of Sprite for my wife. I have um, white nectarines, my favorite fruit next to Rainier cherries, my favorite fucking fruits, FYI. And um, I got three bottles of fucking Simply Watermelon Juice. And I get some paper towels and I get like five or six cylinders of, of Pringles. I get into the line, social distancing, where I mask, boom. I get to the fucking front, do whatever, and I realize I have my wallet. Couldn't believe it. Because the wallet I'm carrying now is really small, and it's like a belt clip. So like, so you don't lose it. It's also friends from pickpocketing. It's just, you don't have to worry about having a wallet fall out of your pocket, all this other shit and everything. And uh, the checker looked at me like, yo, how am I going to pay this? And I'm like, oh, you know what? I totally forgot my wallet. Do you guys have Apple Pay? And he looked at me like I was half a bitch and half a bozo. And I was like, yo, man, I'm sorry, man. Shit, this has never happened to me before. I don't know what to say. You got, you know, like there's no digital. He goes, no, you could either pay by check or cash. I'm like, well, I don't have it. So I'm sorry. Okay. And the dude was like pissed. I was like, fuck, I was embarrassed. You know, like some of the young get baggers and stuff. They look like they knew me. They recognize me and stuff. So I don't really go to this market that much. And um, I go right outside and there's a Wells Fargo. And I'm like, shit, Wells Fargo is one of the four banks I bank with. So I check my phone and I'm like, you know what? Let me see if there's something. It's got to be something. And they have this feature called no card ATM at Wells Fargo. Now, they might have it everywhere else, but I don't have an ATM card for my other three banks because Suleiman or any accountant will tell you, if, if anybody who has an accountant or, or you know, a money manager or um, you know an accountant, just any kind of CPA or anything, I don't know what the fuck it is, especially entertainment. They don't want you to have an ATM card. If you have a credit card or anything else, they just don't want you to have an ATM card to your business account. I don't know what the fuck it is. Anyways, going on. Wells Fargo is the only account that actually have an ATM card. So they have this thing called no card ATM. I go to the app and they give you an access code and then you type it into the fucking, to the ATM and that shit works. And I'm like, yo, why the fuck am I gonna carry ATM ever again? Like there's no reason forever. Like, I mean, I'm never gonna use, and I know it's crazy, especially someone who has a fucking, the things that I do. I just can't use an ATM that is not my bank's ATM. Like some people are like, man, they just don't give a fuck. They'll pay the $3 fee, $2, whatever, $4 fee and use ATMs and random. Unless I'm out of the country, cool, but I don't really need cash. I'm out of the country, I always bring cash. Like I don't understand how motherfuckers will. I'll drive five extra blocks. I'll drive another, I'll drive a fucking mile. I'm not stopping at a Chase ATM to get cash when I need to go to Wells. It's just weird. Anyways, sorry. I took $100 out. And I went back and I got all my shit. It was like at the, at the manager's desk and everything. I was like, yo, let me get my stuff. Boom. And he's like, you're gonna have to wait. And I was like, all right, doc, relax, bro. Like, dude was really uptight. And again, I wasn't tripping, you know? And uh, it's fucking amazing. Super convenient. I was happy. The checker apologized to me. He's like, hey, I'm so sorry. You know, it's been a lot. I was like, look, man, you ain't got to apologize to me. Dude was old. He was probably like late 60s. He had, um, uh, his name tag said Sophia. I'm like, bro, I know your name ain't Sophia, but whatever. I don't know what dude is going through. I said, look, man, it's crazy times that we're in right now. Super crazy times. So look, don't even trip. I know people are just, you know, excited to fucking get, you know, just to be working and just, it's a blessing to even have a job right now, right? Speaking of jobs, tonight at midnight, from the information I've read, tonight at midnight, uh, Uber and Lyft could be gone until November. Oh shit, gone till November. 
no Wyclef. That just showed my age right there. You probably, you guys have no idea what the fuck that is. That was actually a big fucking song. Anyways, imagine, and this is this is real, you know, because there's this lawsuit, right, about the whole fucking uh, Uber and Lyft. Um, the the drivers want to be employees, and they're like, nah, fuck that. You guys are independent contractors. Imagine three months. This is only in California. Three fucking months right now with no Uber or Lyft. Like it'll only be taxi and car service. That's really gonna fuck some people up. That's gonna fuck shit up. It's gonna be really fucked up for people for real. And this ain't a joke. This I'm being dead serious. I would never say something like this just uh, nonchalantly. No, that's not it at all. Uber and Lyft were being they're being sued. The corporation in California and the drivers of these rideshare companies they want to be recognized as employees. You know, they want, I don't know if they want benefits or something, but they want to be employees. They don't want to be independent contractors. I don't know exactly why I didn't pay attention, but I've been hearing this been going on for a while. And the thing is, they're fighting for it, but now what the fuck are you going to do? Like, you're going to fight. I mean, I guess, you know, sit it out. I don't know if some people can. I feel bad for some of my friend's parents because my boy Peter, his his parents drive fucking Uber at nighttime for a living. And it's, it's just crazy. I don't know, man. But... It just wants, it makes me bring this up before we get out of here. Look, just remember all the protesting, all the rioting, the bickering, the fighting, standing up for your rights. You know, all the people that were killed, George Floyd, everything, Breonna Taylor, all that shit. Okay. All this civil unrest in our country, all this shit is to nothing. It means nothing. Everything you guys did, all the fucking protests, all the everything, marching out there, fighting, going crazy, fucking tweeting, posting shit and everything, all that shit means nothing if you don't go out there and vote. And it really means nothing if in fucking on January 13th, Trump doesn't leave the White House, okay? If Trump wins... All this shit that you guys did, that we did, everyone did, was pretty much for nothing. All right? The people have to go out there and speak, show up, show out, vote, stand up for your motherfucking selves. Go out there and fucking vote, man. Okay? You need to show up. You know who else needs to show up? The motherfucking Lakers need to show up tonight. They need to do that shit tonight. I'm not fucking playing. Man. But yo, that is it for episode 108. Love you guys, man. Please make sure you are subscribing to Behind the Baller. Tell three friends about the show. Tell them to subscribe. All right? And the show gets better when we get more people, more listeners. We get hyped. More giveaways. And uh, I'm actually, you know, it's been a minute. Uh, uh, do a giveaway this weekend, man. Yeah. Don't forget, yo, get that Tony Gwynn card. Don't forget, autographs are dropping tomorrow. Yo, my guy, LL, Lakey Lake, please take us the fuck out of here, bro. Yo, we're out, y'all. Peace.